0: Happy Aloha Friday, everyone. This is going to be so exciting. It's just a crazy, crazy week uh, here in Texas, and I'm excited to share this with you, but we could not ask for a better time to have Powhana roll up into this week. So, Maya, you're going to set your intention?
1: I set the intention that we're going to have a really great time, and we're going to have really good energy, and we're going to share this energy with anybody who lives with, who listens to our wonderful, fun
0: podcast. So, happy Aloha Friday. Aloha Friday. Goodness. So rolling up on last Sunday, uh, it was projected to be extremely cold here in Texas, especially which is well, especially since it's very uncommon for it to get this cold. So Sunday I was working and I have not experienced like a frozen vehicle down in Texas in a long time. Actually from the time that I've was born to now I can't say that I've seen this much uh, snow and ice uh, in my lifetime and on Sunday night I did manage to get home and the power went out completely Uh, so I took a shower in the dark it was kind of funny because I realized that some of my cheaper flashlights are better than the more expensive ones that I have and have purchased through the military so just everyone out there, there are some cheap knockoff flashlights out there that are way better and have brighter lumens than any sort of tactical flashlight you can find. So after showering, power was out for a while. There's no heat. I'm watching the temperature slowly go from 68 in my house to a good blistery 58 in matter in a matter of hours. And then... Um, I think around one or two in the morning it kicked back on, and so like my heater was like in overdrive. And luckily, my mm-hmm. brother's in construction, so he told me all the tips and tricks to keep uh, the pipes from bursting, which is now a common problem around the city. But the one thing you want to do is not want to do drip, like a drip sort of uh, thing for your faucets. You actually want it to be a steady stream of both warm and. Uh, cold water, be- and then you want to open up all of the cabinets underneath the sinks. You want to crack your attic mm-hmm. uh, up at the top so that your pipes are getting good airflow. Mm-hmm. And you also want to make sure that you know how to turn off your water main. A lot of people don't know how to do that, and they don't even know where it is. Mm-hmm. So some people have three shut off valves. Some people have one. It just all depends. But I went to bed on Sunday thinking Monday I was going to wake up and probably go to work. And Mm -hmm. nope, I walked out and I was wondering why it was so bright. And there was about six inches of snow on top of my car. Now, I live over like in South Houston and Southwest Mm -hmm. side, like the West side. And we don't get snow like that's once in a lifetime. And I think the newscaster said it was like 120 years been 120 years since this type of snow has hit houston and the most treacherous thing of course is like driving where i like woke up walked out Mm -hmm. and you know the the snow's on top but but the ground is frozen i mean it's absolutely frozen with like at least a half an inch of ice and i'm looking around the neighborhood and like people are still driving around and i don't get that i'm like why are you driving when you know you don't know how to drive in this and nobody has like snow tires really in Houston I mean we got like mudding tires but it's not the same and they don't have chains Mm-mm. so I mean even walking around you either have some really nice like winter gear boots like Sorel's, or you have um chains that you can get for your shoes because I mean ice is very treacherous especially black ice like when you don't even know it's there and you're just ending up slipping, sliding down your driveway I think I've seen a few videos of people like not expecting their driveway to be slippery and they slip all the way down. And they can't get back up to their house. They have to like crawl. Oh no. <laughs> a lot of broken hips today. I feel oh, like no. is going to happen. Um, but yeah, it's really interesting. Um, I actually had a pair of winter boots and I was making fun of something the other day and I had mm-hmm. kind of referenced this song. So you know, it was apple bottom jeans, boots with the fur uh, the whole club was looking at her, and I walked outside in these boots, and I realized that they had fur on them at the top. <laughs> and I was like, what is this? Like, And what's even worse is I still had the tag on. So I mm. walked out, and I was like, I don't care. I, I still haven't taken the tag off. I'm that lazy right now. And it's just funny to have these <laughs> boots, like fur boots with, like fur at the top of the boots. It's not even fur-lined boots, but... They are the best boots because they didn't like, make me slip, but I had to, like, dust off my car so that the uh, snow doesn't freeze tonight on top of the car and I won't be able to, like, drive tomorrow to get to work. My parents grew uh, kind of, like, grew up over, like, northeast of the United States, and mm-hmm. so they were like, you're going to have to, like, spend a good hour warming up your car. And I was like, if I can get the door open because the yeah. doors are frozen shut. Ooh, I wonder if you could take like your
1: blow dryer out and like, yeah, your hair I think dryer. that's a lot of work,
0: though. That would be a lot of work. So,
1: I can't even imagine what that would be like. No, so in Hawaii, we don't have snow like that, except for if you're on top of the mountain, mainly on the big island. Um, I think even Maui's gotten some snow sometimes on Haleakala. Um, but the weirdest one that we had in Hawaii a few times is we've gotten hail. And sometimes the hail was, you know, at least the size of baseball, yeah. some of them. And that was actually kind of scary. I think I remember that because in like
0: 2012, Kaneohe had like some mm-hmm. pretty big size, like golf ball size hail. And mm-hmm. I just remember being really worried about my truck.
1: <laughs> yeah. I also remember in the early oh late nineties. Late nineties we also, also had hail. I was someplace in Wahiwa. Wahiwa I is a part of the island that for some reason that one, if you hear about hail, it's usually that neighborhood.
0: Maybe it's at a higher elevation.
1: I think it's at a higher elevation and it's um I think it's inland too. So hmm.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: I mean, how far inland can you get on an island, but
0: <laughs> I just think it's funny when it, when the weather drops to like the 60s in Hawaii, everybody's like busting out their uggs that they like never wear. Mhm. Yeah. And they're cold.
1: I I yeah. Two pairs of socks. It dropped down to 58 not that long ago in the evening. I want to say like last week sometime. time. pretty
0: cold for you guys.
1: That was that was cold. That was cold for us. Yeah, I really don't like cold weather. I
0: really well, that's don't. that's because you've grown my up and lived in, loves like, it. the warmest weather and, like, the most tropical environment ever for the United States. You I I know, like. but
1: my whole family, they love cold weather. And I'm like, I can't stand it. <laughs> I like it to be hot. Ooh. I like hot. I like humid. Because then I can go run into the ocean.
0: Yeah, but, I mean, that's you like can't my favorite really do thing. that, like, all the time, I would say. I'd rather be cold. Just because I can always take layers off. Whereas when you're hot, you're just like miserably sticky. I have a problem with being ooey gooey. Like, let's just, let's just pull that out there. Like, I'm putting that out there in the universe. Like, I don't like to be <laughs> ooey gooey. I really like to be nice and cool and like relaxed. And if I need to put on a light jacket, that's the easiest way or take it off. You know, like, it's just, you're not ooey gooey. My... Well, if
1: you're working, if you're working uh, in most buildings in Hawaii, uh, office buildings there's air conditioning That's true. not a lot of people have air conditioning in their houses but i f- i mean it's been forever and we finally got air conditioning yeah
0: that was a very big that's accomplishment. new as
1: of yeah as of last year but we had to do solar first can't get air conditioning without solar mm. it's just too expensive um but then i also have a swimming pool so oh yeah you do have that i'm i if it's too hot i will jump in that pool it's a good and I would rather, I would actually rather work from my swimming pool. I carefully bring my towels, put my laptop on the side, and I I can do all my work from standing in the yeah. pool.
0: I mean, I, I think most people would enjoy that kind of office environment. I think there was like a parody <laughs> or something of, of like the new know. remote working or some kind of new working environment. And everybody was like in the pool yeah. and their laptops were all on floaties and they were trying to keep them dry and the whole office mm-hmm. was in the pool and it was just funny to watch because they were just having such a hard time keeping things dry and they were using like plastic memos so they were like throwing the memos at each other in these laminated sheets mm-hmm. that would be really fun like just have it like an aquatic office you just yes. have to make it a requirement that everybody knows how to swim cuz that would be really dangerous i was talking to somebody the other day about like swimming in the pool and I was telling them about like how, you know, when you're a surfer, you're trying to train for water sports, you actually do practice holding your breath and walk under the ocean. Like we did that a couple of times when we were training Mm -hmm. and they just couldn't wrap their head around that. And I was like, well, when I go to the pool at the gym, when I used to go to the gym, when things were not Mm -hmm. crazy, I would literally like duck under the water. And like crawl underwater for several minutes because I was practicing holding my breath. And I think, mm-hmm. you know, people don't realize like how strong like waves can be and they can bury you for quite a while. What seems like a a long time is actually a few seconds. But it's always good to practice yes. holding your breath in a lot of scenarios, especially if somebody's like throwing CS gas at you, like you wanna hold your breath. Maybe for not for that long, but yeah, and that's that's the military they'll tre- teach you how to like hold your breath a little bit I remember being in the training and like people would panic and crawl all over the floor and scream because they just they didn't like the feeling of it well nobody likes the feeling of all your like mucous membranes starting to turn on like faucets like it's just not how it works but
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. anyway no it's I think it's very it's a it's a muscle sort of thing that you have to Work on. I think it's absolutely beneficial Mm -hmm. in a lot of ways. There's like so much research about people who do all these breathing exercises. They're holding their breath. They're taking in extra oxygen. It um has a whole lot of benefits for your body, for your skin, for everything. Um, I I think it's definitely a worthwhile endeavor and it's useful, kind of. Yeah, I mean, you
0: you're not expected to like be an Olympic like breath holder. You're just. You know, maybe a minute. If you can work yourself up to a yeah. minute. it's, just- it's it, uh, And also I feel like it's a lot of like concentration as far as meditation. Like you slow yourself down. That's what mm-hmm. I do when I'm underwater. I just slow mm-hmm. my roll. Um, but yeah, this weather is crazy. I was watching uh, the newscasters on um, the local channels. And it was really funny because she was like talking mm-hmm. and she was trying to walk across the street. And she like busted it because it was wet. And she was like, this is not what this is what you're not supposed to do. You're not supposed to be outside walking. And like, I just feel like, you know, driving home on Sunday, people were just weaving in and out, not really paying heed to sort of, you know, being safe and things. And everybody was on their phones, like texting and calling and stuff. And I was like, come on, like, let's let's just be real. Like, let's just I'll make it home safe. I want to make it home safe. So, um, yeah, it's pretty fun.
1: I was so worried about um, you driving in that snow or the roads that were slippery. Well, I'm going to
0: worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow is going to be really interesting trying to drive because, I mean, I've driven in snow and stuff, but I don't feel like other people have. And that makes me nervous, you know?
1: Yeah, you've got to be the defensive driver. So always give like lots of follow space, big gaps, let those crazy people plenty of space to maneuver if that's what they're going to insist on doing. And then pray for them to get to their destination safely somehow.
0: I was just surprised, like, you know, with the power and everything. Um, You know, a lot of people around Houston have been without power since 1 a.m. And now it's already the afternoon. They still don't have power. What they were saying is they were trying to balance out the grid so they would shut some people's power off to allow other people to have power. And then they were going to shut off the other people to allow the other people that have been without power um power but the problem with that is cuz when you turn it back on all those people are like consuming as much electricity as possible mm-hmm. so they actually increase that demand um because they're trying to warm up their houses that are now at like 50 40 degrees yeah and they're trying to get them back to like 70 degrees and that's crazy so now they've literally said if it's off it's off like too bad oh. and a lot of people in Houston are confused because, like, we've gone through hurricanes, we've gone through, like, other types of natural disasters, flooding and everything, and they've been able to maintain. But now suddenly with this, like, hard freeze, like, nobody knows how to deal with it as far as demand, mm-hmm. you know, supply and demand. So now that's something else that Houston has to look forward to is trying to figure out if there's another hard freeze in our future, maybe not this year, but, next, like, you know, next winter. How are we going to deal with that as a city? Yeah. Because it really is. It sucks because like the a couple of the places that where people go doesn't have power. Is there a big push like for to be like a,
1: alternative power
0: in Texas? I don't know if there's enough sunshine for that in the winter.
1: What about um? do you guys have enough wind? Like wind? Yeah.
0: I would say no. I mean, right, like last night the wind was at 19 miles per hour, but that's still not enough. I feel like we're not, we're not, most of the land is flat and everything. I don't feel like there's even, high, there's a possibility of like hydro electricity or, or anything like that. So, what about
1: biofuel?
0: Biofuel is a possibility for maybe cattle and things like that, mm-hmm. but not, I don't think, I still don't think there's enough. Okay. And uh, one of the reasons why it floods so badly here is, One, we're at a lower elevation, and then two, like, there's been so much um, construction and development that there's no more, like, grass. You know, everything's concrete, Mm -hmm. so there's nothing to absorb. And so they create all these retention ponds everywhere, but, I mean, it still floods the ponds and then floods the neighborhoods. Mm -hmm. I mean, a lot of people are still getting over Harvey, which was quite a while ago. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, their houses are still gutted and not built out because a lot of people can't afford to, you know, so it's 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 a interesting time. I think a lot of people are learning, mm-hmm. but I think global warming is actually a real thing because this is not normal. Yeah. Oh, I just anyway. said that
1: earlier was um, I think the best thing that happened for our environment to, you know, give us a little bit of a buffer to more global warming is the shutdowns from COVID to get people off the roads yeah. and to help the pollution to just dissipate a bit.
0: Yeah, and I I don't know, people still find a reason to go out. I mean, businesses are still open. I felt I felt a little torn. I know people are trying to like keep their businesses open and stuff, but I you know, you're putting a lot of people at risk to get to the business. Mm-hmm. So um prior to this whole hard freeze, my mom and I had gone to the store and everything was wiped out. There was no eggs. There was no milk. People were waiting for the milk to be restocked.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, the meat was all gone.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, uh, I don't even know what else was probably missing. I think bread. Bread. My mom said she, like, dough for the last loaf of the bread that she likes. She looked like she was preparing for, like, the, the pandemic again because she had, like, soup, bread, and she was running around the store like frantic. I mean, all the vegetables were gone. So
1: panic, just panic buying. Everybody was panic, panic shopping.
0: Gone. Yeah. And I had a lengthy discussion with a few of my friends about how to prep for emergencies and stuff because mm-hmm. they asked me, like, if you were stuck at work, like, what do you have? And I was like, I always have a bag in my car
1: mm-hmm.
0: with extra set of clothes and like batteries and extra a battery to charge my electronics um we were laughing because uh, one of my friends has um these little like tablets mm-hmm. that if you add a little water they turn into underwear. Oh, I've seen those for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> and On... I I was like I don't understand why you would have this. <laughs> she goes, "I think it's more popular and common in men to have these mm-hmm. like little freeze-dried pieces of underwear that turn into like more." Yes. It's like grow a dinosaur from a pill. Yep. Um but a a A guy friend of mine was like, when you stay over, you wake up the next day, Mm -hmm. you kind of need some underwear, and this is the best way to carry it and be discreet about it. And Mm -hmm. I was like, that's weird. (laughs) What? That's weird. And what do you do
1: with the other ones? Do you throw them away, or do you carry them? Yeah, you,
0: like, throw them away, or you carry them home. (laughs) You know, we should create, like, a little package that's, like, the size of one that fits in the wallet, like some (laughs) other indiscreet like in an indiscreet way. And it's like a pair of underwear with a little take-home baggy mm-hmm. laundry bag.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know. That would be kind of unique. I, I feel like people would use that.
1: That's you know? hilarious.
0: <laughs> Not only are you going to have a safe night over, you're also going to have a fresh pair of underwear in the morning. <laughs> Perfect.
1: I think that's a whole industry that's already been created. I'm sure it exists.
0: I don't know about that. I don't know if they come in wallet size. <laughs> <laughs> but I just think it's funny, like... I, but but then my friend was like, so if you add water, mm-hmm. there'll be wet.
1: No, because they oh, only need on. they only need so much water to rehydrate. You don't need to.
0: No, no. let me re- excuse me for a moment as I rehydrate my underwear. I know. Please hold.
1: No, I had <laughs> I actually had the the wash I had two washcloths that were mm. like that, um, and then it didn't take a lot of water to rehydrate it and let it open up.
0: I just think it's a it's a unique market. Like what was the real purpose? What did somebody go through to come up with this? Is what I was thinking. They needed it. The best <laughs> inventions, sure
1: the best inventions are always created out of need.
0: That you know what? I think you should write that down. That's a great quote.
1: I think I think I've heard <laughs> it before. I don't think it's um I can take that.
0: Wow. Well, well, I think you should label it I think you should title this podcast The Best Inventions Are Created Out of Need But people People do not prepare well for an emergency And I feel I feel like that's the knowledge that I have I'm totally prepped I don't think everybody
1: is fully prepped All the time When COVID was You know All the lockdowns were happening People were shopping Like I would Even I went to Costco And I had two shopping carts Because there was no way I wanted to come back out in public Right. <clears throat> Excuse yeah. me. So I was going to just stock up my entire pantry um, and then as best I could my freezers. But I don't have that much space. And, you know, I was like, I'm not coming back out for like six weeks. And that's how we shopped for wow. the first few months. But in Hawaii, because everything was shipped in and everybody was kind of shopping crazy like that. um, it, it, things were, like, off the shelf, clean, gone, and you just couldn't get stuff.
0: Uh-huh. Is it like that right now?
1: Um, no. We finally got back to a normal thing. Things are in stock. You know, we have toilet paper again, <laughs> paper towels again. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I wonder what the uh, – I know some people have written articles about, like, the psychology around hoarding toilet paper and paper towels. The paper towel sort of makes sense because you're using like maybe spray sanitizers or cleaners and you're wiping. Mm-hmm. But the toilet paper is so fascinating. It's like, what are you expecting? Like you will run out of food before you run out of toilet paper. But what is it that you're expecting to happen? Like toilet paper, you don't have a toilet paper alternative. Like I wonder what the root of the issue is when it comes to toilet paper. Everybody just, goes. You always want to keep a clean butt. Everybody goes. Well, everybody goes. But that's why people have, like, bidets and stuff to, like, eliminate having to get toilet paper. But mm-hmm. but that's the number one thing that sells out is toilet paper and water. Water makes sense.
1: Yeah. You need your water. You need to drink water Well, like, water how much day.
0: toilet paper are you going to consume? Yeah. 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 So um, I was smart and prepped my parents. Uh, I brought, like, a lot of, like, their gallons of water inside Mm -hmm. because they froze last night.
1: Oh, my goodness. That's
0: right. And I was like, okay, we need to, (laughs) I was like, we need to get, we need to get right. Yeah. Um, But I stayed with them just to keep them safe and and all as well. So Mm -hmm. they're good. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. So it's exciting. Very exciting Exciting times down in Houston and South Texas. I think even at the ocean it snowed. We were looking at images of like where the condo is and stuff like that. It was just straight up snow in the ocean. And I was like, this is weird. (laughs) You know, like it's just so weird to see snow by the ocean. I mean, other people around the country have seen this, but like not not Houston, Galveston area. It's like uncommon, but we will survive. You will survive. Uh, We will make it out of this. You're not expecting
1: more snow. So it's about to melt.
0: Hopefully you guys won't no, have another it, it,
1: well, crazy It'll melt and
0: then freeze. On Wednesday, it rained, snowed, and sleeted. Mm-hmm. So it was very um again, it's like freezing. So mm-hmm. But how was the rest of your Chinese New Year from last week, the celebrations?
1: Chinese New Year. I still have not had dim sum.
0: I Oh, you better get on that. I know. I just really want dim sum. I had a pretty decent Valentine's Day, like, Valentine's Day week, and Mm -hmm. it was nice.
1: I guess uh, all the restaurants in Texas are open.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I saw a couple heart-shaped ribeyes and heart-shaped pizzas, like, being advertised, I thought that was really (laughs) funny. I've never had a heart-shaped ribeye, like, in my entire life, so I feel like I need to break that tradition and do it one time. One Valentine's Day, I will have a heart-shaped ribeye to myself.
1: Mm. Valentine's Day is my nephew's birthday. So we had a really nice party. He's a Valentine's mm. baby.
0: That's so weird. When's your birthday? Valentine's Day? Valentine's mm-hmm. Day. He's like Better a little... Be full of love. He's a little
1: cherub. His, he looks absolutely adorable. But Uh-oh. he's got that personality that he's really naughty <laughs> sometimes. But then he'll he'll be super sweet. Like last... um. Last week he was just so nice to me, and I was like oh you're I hope you're growing, and this is a change and a transformation. yeah, how long did that last? Oh, I don't know. He was just very challenging he's He's got an older brother, so he's got a lot to hmm. he's got a lot to prove, I guess
0: <laughs> oh, oh, he's one of those got to prove,
1: but he's not in double digits prove yet. It. it was only his ninth birthday so Oh, okay. Hopefully, time. Hopefully, time. this is like the preteen years, and I don't know. He'll be chill going forward.
0: Well, i I think this week is like a completely odd sort of week, mm-hmm. and hopefully next week it'll be better. Yeah. Um, you know we're moving into March soon.
1: Spring, then summer. Springtime. Yep. My favorite Flowers, kind of weather. I'm ready for the summer.
0: Oh, gosh. You and this heat stuff. I mean, summers in Hawaii are way better than summers in Texas, I feel like. Summers in Texas are like death.
1: Mm. I like believe I believe you. Isn't that mostly
0: kind of a lot of desert areas when you go further inland? Yeah, it's not as green, mm-hmm. I would say. It's pretty green in Texas, uh, in, in the southern parts. But mm-hmm. I would say when you go further like mostly further west, it's very desert-like. Mm-hmm. But I'm hoping it won't be so incredibly hot. So enjoy summer, this we'll cold see. weather that you're having. <laughs> I I mean, yeah, the air is crisp. I mean, the dogs are the dogs are really cute in their winter sweaters, like going outside. Mm-hmm. I told my parents to avoid the yellow snow because there's quite a bit of it outside.
1: So. Oh, especially with a lot of dogs walking for the first time yeah, in snow. Yeah.
0: How'd your dogs mm-hmm. like snow for the first time? They actually will just go out and enjoy it. They they don't really seem to be phased by it, which is really strange because I'm like, you guys have never really seen like Cheeto, he's never seen snow. And the one time he did see snow, he he kept eating it. And I was like, Stop doing that. Like <laughs> he would lick it, and I'm like, stop, stop <laughs> eating the snow. Get away from the yellow snow, you know. They do have he's fur so coats. Funny. They do, but Cheeto does get cold, so we we limit how much time he is outside. Um, But you know what? I'm really glad a lot of people brought their pets in Mm -hmm. and are keeping them warm. It's very important. My mom forced me to cover plants with her. I think I talked about that. I don't miss this. It's like, you know, be careful. You have to delicately wrap and make sure it stays down and it has to be waterproof. I'm like, these plants are... This one plant that we always cover, it has literally survived maybe like three or four hard freezes and it's Mm -hmm. still jiving and thriving. So I feel like it's stronger than I am in cold weather. Mm -hmm. So hopefully it will be fine. But I just told it, you know, I'm wrapping you up nice and cuddly. So I I wrapped the bottom of it. Apparently you're supposed to wrap the bottom, the root area. Mm -hmm. So that doesn't freeze. So I did that first and then I just said, good plant, like be calm, Mm -hmm. you're good. So that's that was really funny. Um, Other than that, everything else is good. We're we're staying warm. I've drank like four cups of coffee today, which has been amazing. (laughs) It's just amazing not to have to go anywhere. Just to be like, you know what? Today is like stay at home, stay warm, Mm -hmm. stay alive. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah.
1: This is us working from home. I like it. I like that... I fully shifted to working completely from home for a while now. I I can't imagine having to commute, especially in dangerous situations like slippery roads. Right. I do remember one time, even Hawaii, we have when we have heavy rains and there are we our roads are terrible. But um I was coming um on the H two um freeway, which is like around uh Milani going coming out of Milani. Going towards Honolulu, mm-hmm. and there's a Waianae exit, and that's like totally the wrong direction. I want to go towards Honolulu. And I was in the right lane, and the water was just so deep on the road, and my tires are wide. And I just started surfing towards Waianae exit. Oh. And I'm just like, I'm just really grateful that the other cars were spaced out enough to just let me, you know, well, let my car go wherever it was going until I had traction again, and it was shallow enough that I could come out of it
0: where did you end up did you end up just going straight or did you end up
1: going like off the road that was actually kind of a nice median as I was approaching this mm-hmm. dip but I was pretty much in the Waianae exit I was half into it and half in the Honolulu direction and I just kind of floated and surfed across the water wow <laughs> this big old puddle and it took—it was probably about two or three seconds—and then I finally got traction, and I was able to get back into the Honolulu-bound
0: lane. This is why I drive a big car with lots of ground clearance, because <laughs> I could never surf my vehicle. I think my hev- my car is too heavy to surf. Actually, to be quite honest, that
1: might be so, that might be better. Bigger tires, and uh, especially for Hawaii, yeah. I swear, Wait. I swear, we need bigger tires. No, we can't have too much weight. You actually get charged. By how heavy your vehicle? Yeah, you did is. get charged
0: for the how heavy. Yep, I remember that for your and registration. Yeah, if you have any modifications on it, you have to go to a special inspection, mm-hmm. get an approval for that modification, and then register your car. And that was such a pain.
1: Yeah,
0: what a pain that was. Yeah, it's like an extra fifty dollars for for nothing.
1: Yeah. Recon, recon, and recon is hard to get. If you haven't done it to the letter, and they disapprove, you don't get recon. If you don't have recon, you don't get safety check. If you don't get safety check, you can't get car registered.
0: Right. So it's all like just like a really big cluster. Of <laughs> Hawaii. Approvals.
1: Hawaii has a lot of rules for owning vehicles and the maintenance. In fact, um, because of COVID, um, I actually haven't gotten my car safety checked for since the shutdown in fact i had just done it before the shutdown Mm -hmm. so my Mm -hmm. i had to redo it so i'm like a year late but they just keep extending it i'm like well i haven't driven the car so i have paid my registration but i need to go get Mm -hmm. a safety check before the next registration payment is due
0: that is something else you know uh well we can talk about that it's like DMV car registration, it's very hard for people who moved out of state, mm-hmm. from out of state into Hawaii. So you have to like be really careful how you do it. And a lot of people don't know, like, if you're a military, you do get one vehicle at a re- very reduced um, registration rate. So that's just a little tidbit of knowledge there.
1: The military tells you you should probably change your license plate to a Hawaii plate right away. Because you don't want your car mm-hmm. targeted as an out-of-state vehicle. Right. I I That sounds terrible. You know, we're supposed to be the Aloha State, but to be no. seen as a... The military, the Hawaiian history and military, it's very sensitive. And so there's still some animosity among some groups, and it's been passed down generationally. So sadly, no. the safest thing for you to do is to when you ship your car here to get Hawaii plates as soon as possible.
0: Yep. And trying to pick up your car and all that stuff or ship it out from Madsen is a lot of work. So Mm -hmm. definitely a lot of research there and you can't have anything in your vehicle like crazy. They, they took like my sunshade away and they took like a armrest cover. They ripped that off Mm -hmm. because they do like a thorough inspection of everything to make sure you're not hiding anything in your car. Mm -hmm. So just a side note, there's a lot of lot of steps, a lot of bureaucracy when you're trying to do anything vehicle or DMV related. However, on a, on a plus side, the license is very pretty. Yeah, we have a the Hawaii license plate and the license, personal ID license is very nice. Yes. Well, I just want to say thanks for listening in on this great Aloha Friday. It's been a doozy of a week, but always happy to have everyone listening in and always a pleasure with you, Mai, and we need to make sure we have an extra drink next week. Extra drinks. We needed a drink. Extra drink. <laughs> yeah. Side note: the newscasters did say the more you drink, the warmer you'll be. So <laughs> I might take up take them up on that offer. But yes, go ahead and check us out. LighteyesatSunset at sunset.com Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, YouTube, Patreon, and please be sure to yes contribute to our Patreon. We are trying to grow. We're trying to make this a very fun and interactive podcast where you just kind of laugh or you get informed, one or the other. So, yeah. Check us out anywhere you can find your favorite podcasts.
1: Yeah. I hope it's always a happy space and a really fun space and pleasant. Bring your drink. Sit down.
0: Absolutely.
1: Listen to us. Hopefully you get a nice sunset to watch.
0: Yeah. yeah. Aloha and mahalo.
1: Until we meet again. Ahoy ho.